for good grades. I wish I was better at relationships. I wish I was an artist. I wish I had a better relationship with my wife. I wish for a life full of happiness. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have to wish. Hi there. Welcome to Beyond Wishful Thinking and with Sherry. Don't forget in the description, you can find my booklet. The booklet is a chance for you to kind of have a sense of what a first coaching call might look like. A way to take a look at your life and see it in different segments and decide if there is any energy drain and to understand what, when that is fixed, you would be able to feel more empowered to do. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about spirituality. And I'm sure that when you hear that word, you think religion or God or afterlife, and you're not entirely wrong. But this week, I've been thinking a little bit about spirituality as a component of who we are as people. And maybe the end result would be some of those first things that we mentioned. So the definition of spiritual is simply the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So it's the inward part of us, the part that none of those material things can really do much with. I was listening to Gabor Mate um, and he had a, a statement that impacted me and he said that compassion, connection, and love is how we are meant to be. And recognizing that and striving for it is spirituality. I really liked that. And I feel that compassion, connection, and love is what most people are craving. We all crave it differently. We all have reasons why it's not achievable or it has been achievable. We've felt loss. We have felt that what we thought we had slipped through our fingers. There's, there's a lot of depth around this. I'm just going to basically touch the top of it, open up an idea, give you a perspective of thinking about it. So I am a Christian and I do remember once when someone said to me, I didn't see you as spiritual when I first met you. When I've spent time with you, you are a very spiritual being. And it was the first time I'd sort of heard that, like that it was different than my religion, so to speak, that it was how I was. And if I think about that, I do have compassion and I do want connection and I do want love. One of the things I find very difficult to do is small talk. When someone asks me, how are you? Sure, there's a level I understand they just want to hear fine. And, you know, exchanging that with a store clerk or something like that. That's we're, we're used to that. That's normal. But I do find it difficult to just say fine because I want to have more connection than that. I want to know more about them. And so I find that I talk a lot and I find that I share a lot possibly. And so I think it comes from 
this belief or idea that the connection we want with people comes from that discussion. So sometimes when I'm out and there's a store clerk and they say, hey, how are you today? I'll say, oh my goodness, I'm fine. And then I might share something. And in the process of sharing whatever it is, I strike up a great conversation. I shared on some form of social media this week, I forget which one, that I was in conversation with a florist that I bumped into at a market last weekend. And we had a great conversation and she gave me a free flower and I've enjoyed that all week. And had I just been polite, that's where that would have ended. I felt buoyed up by the conversation. I learned a bit about her grandparents who are in the Ukraine and some seeds that they brought from the Ukraine and how she's going to plant those flowers. And I'll think about that this spring. And so there is like a, a thread of connection. If I am in the mood and in the area, I would pop back in and see that person because I enjoyed the interaction I had with them and then grows human connection. We've talked about some of us during the pandemic, so much was done through Zoom. We've realized how much we can do and still remain in our homes. And we all like that to some extent. But I think that when we take away human connection, it is not a good thing. When we think about people in solitary confinement, there are groups who feel that we need to get that out of our prisons that it does lasting damage. And we need to have people hopefully come out of prison and able to integrate. And it's not like that's possible the way we currently do it. All of these things are great big things. We can't fix them overnight. They take time, they take thinking. And so let's think again about what is spiritual. And it is that compassion connection and love. So just the people that we mix with every day. It is fascinating to me that we can live in a home with someone and we can almost barely speak to them. I sleep in the same bed as my partner and there are mornings and evenings, depending on how we get up and go to bed, that we could be in the same house and not hardly communicate. And it isn't because we're upset. It isn't because we don't want to. We just get caught in the pattern of living. One thing I learned when I worked with children when I was a foster parent is that there is a process of collection. And when we work with our children because they don't seem to innately maybe understand the importance of it, they might not reach out to us in the way that is necessary. I honestly think children left to their own devices will seek us out. I think what happens is we break that connection because we're busy and we have things we need to get done. But one of the things that we tried to teach is that after a meltdown, after your child, and I suppose anyone really, has had a moment where overwhelm took over and maybe they acted inappropriately. We need to collect them again. We need to bring them into our embrace or our circle or our connecting, however you do that with the people around you. And that process allows the connection to re 
connect and then we can move forward again. Terry Real in his new book, Us, he talks about repair and he talks about relationships can be 70% of the time having issues. But if we repair the majority of those, the relationship is solid. And so when we think about connection with our children, we need to greet them in the morning, but greet them like it matters, not, hey, come on, get up, it's time to go eat your breakfast. It's good morning. I'm so happy to see you again. I had a hard time when I was a young mom with one of my children and my mother suggested that I praise them. And I, in the very immediate moment thought, I don't know that there's much to praise. And her response was, did they get out of bed this morning? And I remember thinking at the time, oh, really? Seriously? But I tried it. And it was my first introduction to connecting in that way. Just saying, good morning. I'm so happy to see you. I'm glad you got up this morning. That made the difference. When we stop our partners mid track and say, I don't think I kissed you this morning, not a peck on the cheek. 15 seconds, I think is what I've heard um, that a, a true good kiss could be. And so it's those kinds of things that can start to make us more spiritual and spiritual being disconnecting from material, disconnecting from the things that don't um, deepen our inward connection, even to ourselves, right? Because if we're running around busy, 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 it's really hard to be connected. I'm currently reading a book about feeding our demons. And that can sound counterintuitive, but what I'm learning is the idea of a demon being something that holds you back. A demon is something that stops the flow of you, your essence. And we need to feed those. And again, sounds counterintuitive, but what we do by feeding them is we feed them with compassion. We look at what it is and we offer it love. So let's suggest that a demon might be irritation about a situation and the irritation comes from something that might be depleted in ourselves. So maybe we feel the need for connection and we're not getting it and we feel like we've never gotten it. And so we have this irritant and the irritant, it holds us back. And so if we can pour some love into that by saying, I can make the connection, or I know I can connect to me. I don't necessarily need that from other people. And when I sort of give compassion to the thing that seems to be pulling at me, it's like calming down the demon, like calming someone who's overwhelmed and maybe having a tantrum. And over time, the demon loses its power and we then can move forward. It's very simplistic um, concept. I will try and put in the link the name of the book and the author, but it is really interesting and it stems from compassion. Having compassion for the things inside of us and understanding why they're there and trying to give to them, but with compassion. And then that allows us to connect to ourselves 
And that connection is spiritual. Imagine if everything that you have gets wiped out tomorrow and that happens. We're seeing it all over the world right now because our world is so small with being able to visualize earthquakes in Turkey, war in the Ukraine. Uh, I'm sure all of the others, I'm not even thinking in the spur of the moment here. When those things are taken from us, what we have left is us. And I don't know that North Americans are as aware of that unless they had family who fought or who came from countries where that was the story. And I expect that there is more awareness for being grateful for what we currently have. And that is about connecting. I know there's times I have felt frustrated, like we all do with a partner. And I'll often say to myself, you chose this person. Reflect on what you liked. Remember that you wanted this and then decide what could you offer to make that work better. So I was just really, I, I read something this week as well. Um, a father who put a post up about how we used to be able to talk to our kids and now they're connected to headphones. And so he decided that he would allow his child to be a DJ in the car and that gave them something else to connect about. And in the comments below the post, there were people saying things like, oh, I'm enjoying the peace and quiet. Uh, I don't know if I want to invite that drama back in. And my heart kind of tightened a little bit and thought, see, that's just one comment. So this is going to sound judgy of those people, but we shouldn't want to accept non-connection so that we have peace. If we need peace, we need to find that in a different avenue because we do want to know what drama our children are in and we don't need to be in it to know about it. And we do not want to silence them, even though I know there's times it's really hard. We want to keep those avenues open and the same with our partners and our bosses and the people we work with. And so if we are going to have kind of a more spiritual being, that's what we do. Compassion, connection, and love. So the next time you feel like something isn't working, try one of those three things. Now, I know that we can't change something immediately just by adding some love to it or some compassion to it. But if we start with ourselves first and that makes us feel better, that's going to help. When there are habits in relationship, part of connecting might be saying, I don't feel like things are the way they used to. And I'd like to know if there's something I could do to change that. Even if it is really the other person's responsibility, you could start that way. And that would open up dialogue because sometimes when we are not able to connect, we might feel like it is the other person. And so if someone came to me and said, I feel like we're not connecting and is there something I could do? I may come across with an idea that to you would sound like, well, but that's not my issue, that's yours. And if we could instead say, oh, I'm so sorry that that's how it appears to you, or I'm so sorry that this is what's happened between us. There is no blame needed. There is no just what can we do? Because when I speak with you and you speak shortly with me or curtly with me, it shuts me down and, and I want relationship with you. So that's one way that you could start. It's not when I hear or see quotes 
they sound so simplistic because it's one-sided. And I often in my head will think, well, sure, but, and then comes the negative. So what I'd like to offer you is to come from a place of spirituality, connection, connection to you. What do you need? And that sounds, again, a little bit counterintuitive. It sounds like, well, that's selfish, but it isn't really if what you're doing is wanting to connect to another person. What you're doing is you're starting with the concept of what can I do? It's so much easier to take help that's been offered than to ask for help. So somebody might want connection with you. They don't know how to do that. And so if you say, is there something that you need from me? Is there something I could give you? That might be easier to accept. So that's what I have for you for now. Just a very, very simplistic touch on spirituality that isn't about what religion you are. It's about the life blood, so to speak, the flowing part inside of you, the part of you that invites and connects and grows with other people. I talked about Zoom. I know when I've been in uh, classrooms that my daughter is in, I'll walk into her room while she's in and there's all these black screens. And I think I've referred to it before. I can't imagine trying to speak to people who I can't see. I've done it once or twice when I do coaching online. Sometimes the technology isn't great and we'll have to accept that we need to do it by telephone. And it isn't the same. I can't read the people. I can't see a comment and what it does to them and be able to say, tell me about that, that flitted through you. So we do need connection. I love that our world is becoming more able to use the technology to connect with people, but we need to connect. The technology itself isn't enough. It's what we do. It's what we say. It's how we, we offer up connection to people. Let me know what you think. Leave me some comments, reach out. Again, it's all in the, in the bottom, in the descriptions. I'd love to hear from you and what you think. Take care and have a great Monday. As much as I enjoy discussions, I also want to provide a service to people who would like more. If you want to do more than listen, get in touch with me with the links in the description. You can also email me through hello at beyondwishfulthinking.ca. And I'd like to give you content you enjoy, so please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're watching through my YouTube channel, leave your comments below. If you want more of Beyond Wishful Thinking podcasts, make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you are listening right now.